This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we talk all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships to the adult industry itself, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Funny Raw. I am your host, Sylvia Sage, and joined with me, not in studio, but remote from her very own home here in Los Angeles, California, is fellow adult film actress, Ryan Keeley. Ryan, say hello to the people. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. It's such a fun episode that I have for you guys today because this episode is, so you think you want to date a porn star? Hmm. Let's tell you exactly. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) What you need to know about dating a porn star. So Ryan, without further ado, I think the burning question everyone wants to know, are you single? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Very, very single. Yeah. yeah are you looking? Um, are you looking to date? I've been in a situationship for the last couple of years. Oh, um, okay. It's actually been really, really great because I've been yeah. so busy. You know, I really took over management my OnlyFans. I've really mm. kind of built up my own production for doing um really being present on social media and mm. really doing all these projects. And then I've had like family stuff going on as well. So I there is no way I could have been in an exclusive like, Right. There's absolutely no way that I could have been in an exclusive relationship. So I was in a relationship where I wasn't the primary partner, which yeah. was great. Okay. Um, but at this point, I am ready to be picked first. I'm ready to be put yeah. first. Um, yeah. And uh, I actually have the space and the availability to do that for someone, which yeah. wasn't the case um, until recently. So yeah, things have settled I feel down. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't have the time. So you much be, must be in a better place than I am right now because I feel like I'm pulling my hair out with as many places as I have to be somewhere. You know? Yeah, so. you've been. I I, I know uh, you've been making some changes yourself. Yeah, <laughs> too I made many those changes. changes. Yeah. yeah. Earlier in the year. And it's, it's hard. It's, it's, you know, yeah. when we got it, I got in this business, it's, I just showed up to set and all I did was show up to set and then mm-hmm. I would get paid and I would go home and I could like hang out in bed and read my books mm-hmm. and like occasionally tweet something. Mm-hmm. And like, that was it. You yeah. Know, maybe once or twice a month I would do media. Maybe yeah. I would do an interview like, and now I, I run a production studio. Like it yeah. is, and I'm not just running a production studio and producing. I'm also the talent as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot. I feel like we have taken on a lot more with like what's going on mm-hmm. in our in our in our work lives right now. You're right. In the beginning it was just showing up to set. And it's so far removed from that now. But we're in a we're in a better position too, I think. Yeah, it's good. And actually, I'm glad that the industry has evolved as it has, because now that I'm, you know, older, I think that I would be very, very bored waiting for my phone to call being, you know, my phone to ring being like, Mm -hmm. oh, you want to shoot this on this date? You know, Mm -hmm. I don't I think I don't think I would have the same longevity that I've had because now I'm engaged and there's. Yeah, it's interesting. It's complex problem solving. Yeah. Okay, so what has been your longest relationship? And that can be before porn, during porn. Like what, where are you at relationship-wise? Are um, you a long-term prob- girl? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've had some long-term lovers. Like I've definitely okay. had, like my my longest relationships have definitely been like um, 
I mean, I'd say the thing that I'm getting out of right now is actually about five years. Wow. But, uh, it wasn't, it didn't really get like super, like super, super serious until like three years yeah. ago. Okay. Um, and now that's done. Uh, but yeah, I think three, two, three, four years, I'm very off camera. I am so monogamous. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like I, this is the only time that I've ever been able to be in a relationship and it only worked because I was busy with work and I didn't have the time to do the emotional labor that is normally required to be in a relationship with, um, and be a porn star at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am so monogamous off camera. Like I, once I pick someone, that's it. Like I, I go to work and I love my job and like, that's a really amazing outlet for me. And that definitely gets all my yaws out. Mm-hmm. But I'm emotionally monogamous and off camera, I'm physically monogamous. And so, yeah. um, <laughs> that was probably going to be my next question of like, what does monogamy look like to you? Because as porn actresses, I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like I'm monogamous when I'm in a relationship, but for work, I'm still having sex with other people. So, what does that look like to you? It, it, that's exactly what it looks like. And yeah. it's, um, that's always challenging because I exclusively date civilians now. I, I oh, have okay. dated in the industry. It did not work out for me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm already such a workaholic that I just, I can't, I can't date someone in the industry. <laughs> That's bringing so much work home. So even if they are, because they're not industry, so they're not doing this for work, are, would you allow them to have other partners outside of you? Or would you uh, like have a threesome situation with them? Or I only do I threesomes like at work. I, I yeah. do only do threesomes at work. I am such a giving and hospitable person that threesomes... <laughs> Um, you want me in a threesome. I am like the anchor yeah. of a threesome. Like I, I am, I am the Martha Stewart of a threesome. I'm the hostess with the mostess. I will make sure that everyone is getting served. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is dinner on the table, and everyone's yeah. gonna eat. Um, yeah. Uh, and in the past, when I have been in relationships, um, I have explicitly been like, I am comfortable with you seeing sex workers. Um, mm, okay. I'm completely comfortable with that because it, there is a level of, you know, like, yes, I do physically get to be there with other people, but yeah. for me, it's emotional cheating is mm. the, the one that I have a big issue with. I have no problem if someone wants to see a sex worker in another capacity and whether that's full with service, whether that's a, a massage with a happy ending, that's, you know, whatever that is to them, mm-hmm. totally comfortable with that. Um, with or without you there though? Do, would you have prefer, to be there? Without me, I do not want to be there. Oh, okay. I have zero okay. interest in being there. <laughs> yeah. I, I spend yeah. enough time facilitating sexual situations that I, I, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you want me to, if you want me to produce, if you want me to produce a sexual situation for me, you got to pay me my producing rate. Like. Yeah. See, you're, you're even more generous than I would be because mm-hmm. I would say like, I wouldn't want them with anybody else sexually, unless I guess they personally were a sex worker and they were going to be bringing an income back from sleeping with someone. Because that's how I rationalize it in my brain is I'm like, this is work. This is how I make my money. It's not where I'm, where I'm at mentally. And sometimes like, it's not even like where I typically like want to be. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I have to make X amount of content a month. And so these are the people I'm shooting content with. 
But I feel like to me, even with like a sex worker in a different situation, I would be like, well, I'm not satisfying you. I get so weirdly like jealous and like territorial that I like couldn't even let them do that. I don't think. I don't want to necessarily allow that valve, but for me, that's that that's like the exception that I can be okay with mm-hmm. because I am not going to be okay with them dating other people. Yeah. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to be okay. I'm, I'm just not going to, I don't want you and to so, at work. And if, yeah, if but, you get jealous and weird and I'm like, well, you get to go fuck other people. I'm like, yes. Yeah. In a professional setting. So if you want to yes. fuck someone else, it better be in a professional setting. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. But I think that's really hard for a lot of people, especially men, to wrap their brains around that you get to do this and I don't. I've had that a lot. It's I don't get to do this. Right. I Mm -hmm. need to do this because this is my job. And I have quit the adult industry and ended up coming back. So I, from personal experience, know that this is where... This mm-hmm. is the best place for me to be. This is where I can be my happiest self. Yeah. And with me being my happiest self and bringing the person that I am to this relationship, I am going to have to shoot content with other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah. probably how you found out about me. That's probably yeah. how you know me. <laughs> like, um, you know, the, the last person I was with 100% knew me as a porn star first before they yeah. knew Mimi. And yeah, um, yeah actually all of... Every single one of my serious relationships, they they met yeah. Ryan Keeley first, like Ryan mm-hmm. Keeley, the porn star first, not, you know, me, the producer that does all these other things. Right. Um, and so it would be really hypocritical for them to be like, oh, well, I didn't yeah. know. Or like, you're mm-hmm. just this girl that does whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you were, you were, when we first started going out, you yeah. were sending your friends like, oh my God, guess who I'm they were, up It was with. like bragging rights in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, and now they're trying to turn that around on me. Like, well, how could you fuck other people? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how can you change your outlook? <laughs> yeah. Would you ever quit porn because of a relationship or have you in the past? Was that something you did? I mean, I definitely cut back. I mean, early in my career, I kind of stuck to only doing girl, girl because it made relationships. I thought it made relationships easier now going back and and doing boy girl it does not make really there it didn't make a difference did not make a difference at all mm-hmm. um uh i mean here's the thing when people are like oh you quit porn and i'm like well you set up a trust fund that will uh, pay me for perpetuity for the amount of income yeah. that i'm going to lose <laughs> over the rest of my 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 lifetime because mm-hmm. I'm going to take a cut and pay, and then that like affects my retirement. That affects everything because compounding yeah. interest is real, and mm-hmm. you know its energy levels are real. Like I can't mm-hmm. shoot, you know, four scenes a week anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I feel the I, same way. My, my body is just like, you know, you know, I can do I can do three scenes a week, but like. Yeah, You know, I'm not, I used to, you know, live in New Orleans and live in New York and I'd come out to LA and I'd shoot for, you know, 16, 18 days straight. And then oh. I'd go, yeah. And then I'd go back to being a dancer and. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> my twenties were great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of our twenties were great when we had energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so do you, th- yeah. go ahead. 
Oh, no, no. Go, you go ahead. Correctly. Okay. So the question is, do you think because the energy level of like having to shoot and like maybe like that day you have shot, but you want to see your boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. do you think that that's affecting your sex life with him having a porn sex life? Yes. Yeah. And in a very specific way. Yeah. Um, every time I, I go to work as a performer, even if it's not doing a scene, even if I'm doing something else like that, this creative project where I'm going and I'm being on all day and I'm, um, being extroverted, you know, mm-hmm. talking to people, you know, being on, being on a set, uh, that is really draining for me. Cause I'm like an introverted extrovert. Like I have Same. an extroverted side of my personality, mm-hmm. but I need to come home and I need to like recharge. Yeah. Same. Um, Like I need my alone time. Um, And I will say that in relationships when, you know, people are getting a little bit jealous and I'm shooting, Mm -hmm. they want to come by and make sure that like I am still attracted to them. I've definitely Mm -hmm. like pushed myself to love on my partner Mm -hmm. in situations where had they not needed that extra emotional labor, and actually in that case, physical labor, um, I would have, you know, eaten my Taco Bell, taken a bath and gone to sleep. Um, (laughs) Which is yeah. my post scene ritual. Right, <laughs> like, right. I even think for me, it's like the day before. Like, I know personally, like, I have to shoot tomorrow. So, like, today, I don't want anyone near my vagina because I want it to, like, rest up and be beautiful for mm-hmm. tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it's oh, stuff yeah. like that. that no, I'm it's like, the day okay, before why? and the, the and day like afterwards. Of. It's yeah. two days. <laughs> yeah. You know, the day before, I'm like, I need to go get my nails done. I need to go yeah. get, I need to go to the red light therapy bed. A spray tan. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, all the things where you can't touch me. Don't even come close because I have to be ready to. And you don't want to snuggle with me because I'm marinating in spray tan. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like it's the the amount of because it's not just the work that we do on set; it's the beauty work that we do. Yeah, in order to be able to be camera ready, Mm -hmm. and you know that that also gets harder as you get older. Yes, it does. As I'm looking, as I always look at myself and the wrinkles on my forehead, I'm like, God damn it. It is time again for Botox. I'm so over it. So (laughs) let me take you on a, let's, let's take a a quick side quest. Let's go on a very fast journey. I'm going to take you on a bus to conspiracy town. Oh God. Rumor has it that Uh since, uh, since Allergan got bought out by AbbVie, that they have been watering down the Botox because I have noticed that my, since the, the, the corporate changeover happened, my Botox has not been lasting as long. Is that okay? That makes me feel better. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm going to take it. It's conspiracy town right now. It's population one. Let me know if it's population two. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Because I'm like, yeah, I actually just switched to a different brand of neurotoxin. Your face (laughs) looks great. As I'm staring at your face, I'm like, okay, what has she done? Because I got to get on that level right now. It looks fabulous. Dr. Manis. Um, you, you look like a filter right now. You're killing it. Thank yeah. Between a Dr. Manis and Savage Fenty. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But okay. yeah, I switched, I switched brands because Botox isn't doing it anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway. not doing it for me either. Okay. <laughs> so you were actually at one point married to another adult film actor and you've dated within the industry. How does dating a performer differ from dating a civilian and which do you prefer? Obviously now you're dating civilians, but. Um, So I dated civilians before briefly Mm -hmm. had an interlude with dating and being briefly married to a performer. And then, and then there's been after. And Mm -hmm. 
I do not like dating performers. I, mm. it's, I feel like I, it's, it's stifling because I feel mm. like I'm not getting any other, it's just all porn all the time. Mm. And we're talking about the same people. We know the same people. It's a little incestuous. Mm. Um, and it, it, for me, it's not, it's not as rewarding, mm. like on okay. an intellectual level. Um, and I feel like I actually had like way less sex and I way less intimacy with dating another performer because, mm-hmm. you know, male or female performers, the day before scene, the day of mm-hmm. a scene, they're probably not going to want to fool around. They're probably want to mm-hmm. go to the gym. They're going to do what their, whatever their ritual is to get ready. Mm-hmm. And if you're dating a male performer, that's, um, you know, they're, they might be saving their cum shot or they don't want to mm-hmm. fuck or whatever. So you're getting less sex. And if with a female performer, they're also doing all of that body work and all of that body, you know, all of the, mm-hmm. the, the they're doing. And then usually I feel like women um, performers spend a lot more time doing their social media and stuff. So they yeah. don't have the bandwidth to be a partner. Mm-hmm. And so if you have two people, of course, it's going to be. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it's for, for me, it doesn't work. I know that for some people, they found like a really great balance with it because yeah, they don't have to explain a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there are but, definitely some couples that have lasted throughout time in porn being together and I just applaud them. But I kind of feel the same way you do. I've never obviously been married to anyone in the industry, but I have tried dating. And I think for me, it was like meshing up schedules was super hard of who when do you know both of us have a day where we're not shooting to even hang out with each other and then for me I'm a freak about testing so I'm like well how many scene partners did you have this week and when was the last time you got tested and who were your scene partners like how well do I trust those people and what are they doing outside of porn you know so it's Mm -hmm. just there was so much concern all the time that's why I like a partner who is not in porn, who's only sleeping with me, a lot less worry. Stress does not make vaginas happy. No, uh, not at all. And neither neither does a dick who's been in a lot of other vaginas. The pH level will get thrown off. And if he's just come back from a fucking orgy and then tries to have sex with you, like, oh my God, like (sighs) now you've just ruined (sighs) my vagina, you know? Yeah. And then I have, you know, there's a reason why, you know, there's that like someone's being cranky and you're like, oh, you got sand in your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. If my vagina's <laughs> irritated, I'm going to be mad. Yes. And you know what's going to make me mad is you throwing off my pH <laughs> and me having a cranky, like itchy, dry, whatever's going, chafe, chafed feeling vagina. Yeah, no one's going to, I'm good. not going to be a good partner. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be a good neighbor. <laughs> 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 I'm not just gonna I'm just not gonna be a good person yeah no no it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 all bad yeah okay so you would definitely prefer to date outside of the industry I think I'm in that yeah. same boat yeah. yeah um and I do yeah someone outside the industry um I also you know I like people that are also driven mm. um I because I am a total workaholic yeah <laughs> I will yeah. admit that. Um, I always have been. It's just, you know, I've always had a job. Uh, you know, as, as soon as I could get a job legally, I, I've had a job. I've always had a job. Yeah. Um, and then I've always had a side hustle. And it's like, if I have free time, that's like, oh, cool. I'm going to do another project. It's not like, yeah. I'm going to take up a hobby. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. How can I, I make to take more up a money? Hobby. 
and yeah. it turned into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. No. Okay. So how important is sex in your relationship? Is it number one, number three, number 10? Not number 10 because okay. I do need, I do need physical in- intimacy. Um, I need a lot of touch. I need a lot of snuggling. Um, so I need a lot of physical intimacy and sex is part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, you know, like a super crazy nympho. I'm right. not like, I want to come home and just feel told. Yeah. You, you, that's Which not- I think people think that's what we are. So, yeah. No, yeah. that, that's, that's women in their early twenties. And maybe yeah. that was me in my early twenties. There was a lot more sex happening, but like, yeah. No, I, I want to be held, and I, 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 I am such. I'm a snuggle slut. Yeah. Um, but you want to feel loved, supported. I want to yeah. feel loved. I, I, I yeah. want to feel loved. You know, I am a romantic. Like I said, I'm very completely not monogamous outside my work. Um, mm-hmm. I read a lot of romance novels. So Do you like, really? Okay. Yes. So you are like the romance girly. I read a lot of romance. Yeah, like like historical romance is probably my most read genre um, for sure. I love that your Uh, books are color-coded, by the way. That makes me very happy. I had them not (laughs) color-coded and it was because this always ends up being my background. It was driving Uh, me crazy because it was just too chaotic. And it's already a lot of visual clutter and then you add in. (laughs) So like we're just going (laughs) to. I love it. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you ever dump a man for having a small dick or being bad in bed? I can make anyone an amazing lover. Oh, okay. That's so. A skill. If I'm into you, yeah, and you know, and I date women, so penis size doesn't, doesn't particular like I don't mm. care. Mm. Like, does it get hard for me? Yeah. Is your penis like me is what I care about. <laughs> like if your Fair penis point. doesn't get hard for me, yeah, I'm not going to be interested in your penis. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's fair. So, that is so fair. but if someone is into me and I'm into them, we can yeah. find a way to have a really amazing time together. Yeah. And I mean, I have... I can come from, you know, kisses on the back of my neck. I can come from having my feet cropped. Like I am, I, once I get into that space where I'm like really hyper-focused yeah. and, and my partner, like I, you know, I've studied ta- like Tantra. I've studied, yeah. you know, human sex- sexuality. I, we can make it work. Yeah. If we like Love each that. other and like we, we can have a good time. So, um, yeah. And I'm so supportive and I, I love getting people off. Yeah. And so I, I like complex problem solving. So (laughs) (laughs) you have a small dick, we'll work around it. Yeah. Um, and so if someone does, you know, and I love trying new fetishes, I have a ton Mm. of fetishes of my own. Um, I'm very open in that way. Uh, and so I will sometimes get off on just making someone else's fetish come true. Yeah. And um, I I also feel that way. I like making fantasies come true. I think that's hot. We're pleasers. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you want the whole like marriage, kids, white picket fence? Do you want all that or you? I do not want kids. Yeah. Um, I don't want a white picket fence, but that's just an aesthetic choice. Yeah. Uh, my passion <laughs> is 
is actually my favorite thing to do is to putter and decorate and, and like yeah. take care of the house. Like that is that gives me so much joy. Um, I I love to decorate. I love house projects. Like, and I definitely want to be married. I mean, when I got married before, it wasn't. It was more of a um, doing a favor for a friend who mm-hmm. I, I was I was close with at the time, mm-hmm. um, who needed some help, and it did not work out. Um, yeah, but you also loved that person. It's not. I like did. You, yeah. No. Yeah. I loved. Yeah. Them. I love. Yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like a we're madly in love and this is a grand right. romance and you're my person forever. Right. Um, and I want to be picked first. I want, I want someone to fight for me. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. I want, I want someone that like, I want someone that's willing to fight for me because yeah. I have been such a good partner to other people. And I've been so accommodating. And like I said, mm-hmm. I've been in a relationship for the past several years where I have not been the primary. Mm-hmm. And that is... And while I've been with someone who's been like really loving and amazing and really supportive, mm-hmm. I've always known that like they have their forever person and this is yeah. never going to change. And, and so, I think, yeah. yeah, I think our profession makes that really hard for a lot of people to have that. This is my person and I'm so proud to be with them. You know, like I'm the same way with, with you, girl. I'm like, if you are not shouting from the fucking rooftops that I am yours, then I don't want it. Like, I want yeah. you to be the proudest. I want to be your little baby Simba. You're yeah. just like, this is no. mine. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I want that. And if I don't have it, I'm out. Yeah. 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 And I think what? that that's reasonable. Yeah. I agree. And, it, and if anything else is just stigmatizing us for the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of reasons that, you know, we both ended up in sex work for, for different reasons. Yeah. But there's a lot of, a lot of reasons. Some of them are just late stage capitalism and <laughs> like, why I ended up doing what I do. That's why I stayed. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's not fair to be like, oh, well, you did this thing that in mm-hmm. some parts of the world we're mm-hmm. putting a stigma on and therefore mm-hmm. you're not worthy of love is bullshit. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's just bullshit. So what would you say is going to be the best part about dating a porn star? I honestly think we know how to love Mm. and to be present and we know how to communicate Mm. and we know how to listen to other people's boundaries and we're good about expressing what our boundaries are. Mm -hmm. And I think people are always very shocked about, you know, and even in friendships with me, you know, like Mm. there'll be some times I'll be like, Hey, I can't have this conversation with you right now. I support your journey, but like, and a lot of other people, whatever the situation is, you know, there, mm-hmm. there might be a difficult conversation going on. I'm like, I can't engage in this right now for X, Y, and Z reason. Mm-hmm. And, or I can, or I have been here in this situation. I can't engage and being able to, instead of being like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. And I'm going to disengage from, you know, the messy parts of being human and the messy parts of being yeah. in a relationship. And, you know, there's always going to be friction. People are always going to experience conflict. And a lot of people, I think, just kind of like white knuckle it and are like, uh-huh, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we as individuals are either like, 
I can't understand and I can't empathize or I can't understand and I can't empathize and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, like we don't allow people to project on us too much. Yeah, like, I, I 100% agree with that and the empathy portion of it for sure. I feel like being in porn has made me so much more empathetic to people just in general because the world now looks down on you so much that you're like, okay, like now I can understand like what it feels like for people to feel like they're at the bottom of the bottom, you know? So, and we've met so many different people from so yes. many different, so we've met in a, in a cre- just the volume of people that we've met and dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, and having a fan base. And, you know, I know that I'm close with a lot of my fans. Same. Um, and, you know, meeting people in the industry, meeting people out in the real world, you know, being a public person, we've met so many people and seen so much of humanity is that mm-hmm. it really gives, uh, it, in most cases, it makes you empathetic. I mean, yeah. and, and, and it's, we've learned how to get along with people that are very different from us and have very different yes. backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and communicate. Oh, communication is <laughs> Especially sexually, because I feel like so many people are so afraid to communicate sexually openly. And I feel like that is a strong suit that we have, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're like, hey, tell me exactly the kind of pressure you want on your cock. How hard can I squeeze your balls? Like I want like details. I want to be able to get you off to the best of my ability, you know, so. And we know what we like. A or B. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will A, B test your genitals until (laughs) we we could optimize them for maximum fun. Like that's. Yeah. um, But that's also with my friendships too. You know, Mm. it's like, what's your communication style? You know, Mm. I've recently started to be very open about the fact that like, I get really, really overwhelmed. And like, Mm. I particularly post COVID, you know, I always got overwhelmed and, you know, like loud, like if there's a lot of loud noises and like a lot of like sensory input, mm. I used to not communicate that that was going on. I used to just shut down or lash out. And now mm. I'm like, this is what's happening. Yeah. Let me right. over explain. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> this is not you. I'm not being weird towards you. I yeah. love you dearly, but I'm going to step away or mm-hmm. I really need this or I, you know. Yeah. You know, I love and that. constantly checking in with the people around you because that's another thing that we do. Yeah. Professionally, it's always like, are you okay right now? Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable? Is there anything that we can do to make this better? And mm-hmm. sometimes you need that at like a day at Six Flags or like yep. out at dinner. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 110. Yeah. All right. The final question. What's the worst part of dating a porn star? Are there any downfalls? Yes. Are there? Yes. <laughs> um, I think the, it it's going to... Oh, it is going to challenge someone. Dating a porn star seriously is going to force them to confront a lot of internalized internalized misogyny, a lot of um, internalized social constructs. Mm -hmm. You're going to be forced to reckon with a lot of things that you may have never really thought about before. Um, And sometimes people don't want to see that truth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't want to be asked those hard questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, I mean, because you're going to be asked hard questions by the porn star you're, you're dating, mm-hmm. the people who care about you and are like, mm-hmm. what are you doing dating a porn star? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to deal with people making assumptions about your partner, mm-hmm. um, both right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it's, 
it takes a lot of empathy and a lot of introspection and a lot of like confronting some, some big thoughts. Yeah. But if you're I, smart and you like to think and you want to grow, mm-hmm. you're going to find some, there's so many amazing people in this there industry. There really are. Yeah. yeah. I, I say that all the time. And people are like, what's, you know, what's your favorite part about working in the industry? I was like some of the incredible humans I've met and just like the different way of thinking with people in the porn industry, as opposed to the outside world, is just so much more accepting and loving and understanding. And, uh, there's such a bad label that goes on our industry when I think that we deserve some really great fucking labels, <laughs> you yeah. know? So including good girlfriend. So I have the best friend. Yeah. I am such a good girlfriend. I yeah. am I am like ride or die. It's, yeah. it's let me go to work and understand that like as long as you don't mess with the job that I find incredibly right. interesting and empowering and engaging mm-hmm. and also gives me a lot of flexibility so I mm-hmm. can be a great partner for you. Mm-hmm. So we can I can move my schedule around. Yeah. You know, I can be very accommodating in ways that not a lot of partners can be. Mm-hmm. Um I think that whoever I end up with next is going to be incredibly lucky. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. that We made it through this episode. So I think you do want to date a porn star, basically. Yes. Uh, and if you want to find Ryan in particular, tell them where they can find you, Ryan. The most important thing that you can do is <laughs> come and check out my new podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, if you really want to get to know... I mean, if you want to see Ryan Keeley, the porn star... RyanKeeley.com. Go to my OnlyFans. I'm all over social media. Google me. I dare you. Um, <laughs> my OnlyFans is a great place to go. RyanKeeley.com. But if you want to get to know me, Ryan, like the person, mm. uh, I Seduce the Dragon is the name of the podcast. Istdpod.com. Um, we're pre we're soft launched on Patreon, so you can join and get it right now. Starting in March, we'll be doing uh, biweekly episodes. It's me and four of my girlfriends. Love it. And we play D and D, but it's not for D and D nerds. It's about friendship. <laughs> I <laughs> we love cut it. out all of like the boring like game mechanics. It's it's five grown women um, loving on each other and making dick jokes. Love it. <laughs> can't wait I can't wait all right guys that's it for this episode but until next time adios adios adios